This podcast is brought to you by Glow Anti-Aging. I've been going to Glow for the past two years and love the environment. I always feel refreshed and rejuvenated every time I leave. To maximize convenience and comfort, you can now pamper yourself at home by shopping all your favorite products online at gloantiaging.com and use the code OURHOCKEYLIFE for 10% off. Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Codette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to super mom it, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. Hello, hello, we're back, and today's guest is Francesca Maroon. She's a feisty and passionate Italian woman from St. Louis with a fierce love for her family and her hometown. Her last couple of years have been like no other. It's been an absolute jacked up roller coaster ride with her back-to-back Stanley Cup champion husband, Tampa Bay left winger, Patrick Maroon. Her teammates are lucky to have her and we feel just as lucky to share her with all of you. Welcome, Fran. Hey, Francesca. Hey. How's it going? God, I already suck at this, hey? Um, I'm good, how are you guys? We're good. Good, totally good. good. Do you like to be called Fran or Francesca? I mean, I have 6,000 nicknames. So at this point, I just don't care what anyone calls me. It's oh my it, God. Fran's fine, Francesca, okay. whatever. Is there anything you hate? No, no, there isn't. No. That's good. That's comfortable. So. Oh, perfect. Uh, how is life right now? You have had like a crazy couple of years. I don't even know where to start with you, to be honest. Like, we've been trying to catch up and it hasn't worked out because your life has been on the fast track. Honestly, I could not even tell you what month or day it is, honestly. Um, well, it's May, but no, it's <laughs> like, is it? like last year was a blur. It it's been wild with COVID and then him going back to back with the two cups and the situation being wild. It's just yeah, I mean, everything's good. I feel like I haven't had a break yet, although we totally. did have that short break, but it doesn't feel like it at all. So I'm just kind of rolling with it. Well, but, yeah, when, when the season goes that long, there is no break. Yeah, we haven't had a break. Like we had that COVID break a little bit, but you were terrified in the beginning. You were indoors. You couldn't do much. So I wouldn't really call that a break. It was more like waiting for the PA to tell us, you know, <laughs> yeah. when he needed to go back and then pack shit up and leave again. So No, we haven't had any, any sort of break. I think maybe, I think we should like, we just want to get to know you. You and I have met before. Uh, Kodat was telling me that um, Pat played, where was it? Anaheim? You guys were together? Yeah, but I don't, I wasn't there. We met at um, Lauren and Jordan Eberle's wedding is when we met. Yeah, but you had met Jason before, right? Because I remember you were saying you guys were shooting the shit about baseball. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he must have loved that. Some babe <laughs> talking to him about baseball. He's probably like, yes, finally. <laughs> baseball for hours. I'm obsessed with it. So yeah, we were talking. He loves, yeah, I think the Blue Jays, right? Blue Jays. Yeah. yeah. You have to when you're Canadian. Yeah. Oh, we got. <laughs> yeah. It's the one thing that all the Canadians are united on. Yeah. Most, most, I most. guess. Yeah. And then Fran, you and I met in St. Louis at the All-Star weekend at like OB Clark's. Like Yeah, OB Clark's hockey <laughs> bar. Yeah. Yeah. I was super sick that weekend, but I still went out. Um, gosh, I had like, I got diagnosed with like flu A like four days before that, but I still like rallied, which <laughs> looking back, I'm like, what a shitty person. I want to like go out and like, I don't know. But yeah, that was a fun weekend. It was oh, crazy. It was a fun weekend. Yes. Yeah. So it's nice. To, it's kind of nice to have like a friendly, I don't know, at least we've had an intro before. It's yeah. That way. Sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So you grew up in St. Louis. What was your youth like? What was growing up like for you? Oh my gosh. I loved growing up in St. Louis. I love the Midwest. Um, I'm such like a proud St. Louisan. Um, 
I had mentioned to you guys, my family owns an Italian restaurant, like over 50 years. So I basically grew up in a restaurant, like truly, um, I grew up being around like all sorts of people from out of town and being in the kitchen. And I mean, I loved it. I feel like it gave me a ton of people skills. I just kind of ran around doing that and um, our restaurants in downtown St. Louis. So it's like a big, you know, a lot of sports icons go in there and that kind of gave me my love of hockey and baseball and sports all around. But I had a good childhood. I grew up with a brother. I wanted to be just like him. Um, I followed every move he did. And yeah, I mean, St. Louis is a great place to raise a family and have kids. And I know a lot of alumni still live there mm-hmm. who played there and it's a good place for sure. I loved growing up there. I feel like so, everyone that plays there just kind of ends up loving it and lots totally. stick around and it has like one of the best alumni, I think. Yeah, it does. Groups That's wild. Yeah. So did you like, are you a good cook? Do you, did you ever get involved uh, in the kitchen? Yeah. I mean, I, I like to think I'm an okay cook. I mean, I learned from, you know, my mom and my grandpa and they're phenomenal cooks and yeah, I can, I can cook a good, good meal. So. Just one good meal. Cause I can cook one good meal. <laughs> I can, it's I on December 25th. Same, same here. Same bridge. I love to cook. I love to cook. Um, I love to try new things in quarantine. I was like throwing shit together, like grabbing this, that, and the other, trying to come up with stuff. Cause I was so bored, but no, I enjoy cooking. I, I definitely love to feed a lot of people. So yeah. Yeah. Did you work in, did you work at the restaurant too? Hey, so funny story. Yeah. Well, when I was, you know, 14, I would host us and I absolutely love that job. Cause you like overlook the whole restaurant, you know, when people come in, you know, when people leave, you know, you're kind of the person people come to complain to, we've been waiting, you kind of want to make them happy. So I loved that job. Then when I, um, moved with Patty to Anaheim, I would bartend in the summer, which I absolutely love. Shitty bartender, worst <laughs> bartender, but um, love doing that. I, I love shooting the shit with anyone who will sit with me and talk baseball or hockey. Um, you know, you get those people that like are going through a divorce and they just like open up to you and you're trying to give them advice. And I love, I loved being a bartender too, but again, like can't make a drink. Um, <laughs> But I actually got fired. My older brother fired me eventually. Uh, Pat ended up signing with the Blues that one year. And I was like, oh, like I can work a lot more now. And then I don't know why I said that. Like I was constantly busy doing stuff. And he finally called and was like, you know what? How about you just don't come back? And I (laughs) lost my mind. I like called my mom crying. And she's like, call your dad. I'm not getting involved. I called my dad called my grandpa I was like he fired me and everyone's like I'm not getting involved with you guys and it was yeah so I got fired I haven't been back since to work but hopefully you know I could do a guest appearance every once in a while. I also was getting into it with customers um oh so so well, you went from therapist to uh, right so, you know you like I would work the lunch and it was the year the blue Pat played on the blues and they were doing so bad in the beginning, like terrible. They had this huge expectation and um, they were doing so bad. So these random people would come up and they'd be just like trash talking the blues, like the blues are garbage. And then I would be like, well, what's your job? Like I would just get be And my brother was like, you can't do like Francesca, you can't do that. Like they're paying you. You're bad for business. (laughs) Yeah. Let them sit and talk. Like I get it. Like you have like a connection, but like, shut the fuck up. Like you got to stop. And then eventually fired me. So (laughs) it all worked out. (laughs) It is hard though to listen to it. Cause it is like, it is like, what if, um, hundreds of people came to your job tomorrow and just screamed at you while you work that you fucking suck. Like exactly. So the whole shift. And I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut. Like it's kind of a flaw I have, but like, I can't help it. Um, let her back. I appreciate that. I just, I can't, like, if I hear something, I just, I just have a big, big backbone. I just, I can't, (laughs) I I just, I can't listen to it without having a little bit of, you know, 
my opinion. Are you like, are you like sarcastic in your replies or yeah, are, you like, that, are you just go right for the jugular? Well, it depends. Like <laughs> it depends on the situation. I mean, I've definitely gone for the jugular, but I also feel like I have a wit to me where I can be sarcastic back where it's not like mean, you know, I yeah. never really get mean, but I can get mean. So, yeah. But, I wish sometimes I had a little, I, I'm definitely sarcastic too, but I, I'm, I've got more of an inner dialogue. Like I'm, I'm shooting daggers at someone with my eyes or saying things, yeah. but I don't have the balls to say it out loud. So not me. It I would love to out. be with someone like both of you actually, and just freaking spew it out there. I can't yeah. help it. It's just like, it's an automatic reaction. I'm like, Oh Jesus. And Jason's always like, stop. Like, yeah. like, why can't you just think inside your head? I'm like, I don't know. I think I've gotten a little bit more vocal like later in life because I'm like, fuck it. I'm just like, like when you meet like super old people and they're just, they're just letting everything rip out of their mouths. I'm like, (laughs) I get that. I get that. Does that mean I'm super old? Fuck. No, you're just getting there. (laughs) Just a little bit old. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And so, so you're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, congratulations. Thanks. I'm 17 and change uh almost 18 weeks but yeah with the baby girl so we're excited about that I thought she was for sure a boy I'm like I'm totally a boy mom like I'm a tomboy I'm gonna have a boy and then I'm like oh shit I feel like you have that like super lush like pregnancy hair right now uh these are extensions oh are they okay okay we'll take that out (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm like looks great you look great thanks I feel so ugly right now. Like I'm getting big, things aren't fitting. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm super pumped. So I'm due at the end of October. So crazy. Oh, that's so, so fun. So then where will you be? Where will you have the baby? Tampa, Tampa. Okay. okay. You said though, you grew up and you were super athletic. So, you know, girls can be athletes. You can still oh, have a little sure. athletic yeah. woman on your thinking, side. Yeah. I'm just thinking, oh God, like if she's anything like me, I'm in one. So but my mom always said to me like and I'm sure so many girls moms have said this to them but like when you're older and you have a little girl like I hope she's just like you and you know gonna deal with I dealt with and I'm like oh shit like this is coming back full circle so my my mom used to say that to me too but because I was mouthy like I always talked back all the time I just couldn't keep my mouth shut I get in shit and she'd be like, you always have the last word. And I'd be like, no, I don't. (laughs) I I did it all the time. And she would say the exact same thing. I can't wait to have your own kids. And the one that gives it back to me is my son, not the girls. It was my son, like right from the beginning. Yeah. It's Easton for me too. And my same with my whole family. They're like, I hope you get your payback. And I did full. Definitely. Yeah. It's kind of nice to have a little person to, and you realize it too in yourself. You're like, oh my God, when they do say Mm -hmm. something back to you, you're like, Oh shit. Oh. That was totally me. You know, yeah. uh, Jason will be like, aren't you going to get mad at him for that? I'm like, no. Cause I do that still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you play sports growing up? What was your passion? I did. So I played everything. I wasn't great at everything, but I like was like, okay at everything. Um, I played volleyball, basketball, soccer, field hockey. Um, but I was never, I mean, I'm five foot tall. Like I love basketball, but where the hell was I going with (laughs) between everyone's legs? (laughs) So I loved everything. Um, you know, I would say I'm athletic, like I can run fast. I, you know, I'll play roller hockey outside with Pat and his son and I could keep up a little bit. I love to golf. So I just love sports in general, not very good at anything, but I'm, I could, I could do it all, right? You can hold your yeah. own at it all. That's yeah, good. that's good. So when, when you grew up after you graduated um, from high school in St. Louis, did you stick around and work or go to college there? So I went to Ole Miss, so University of Mississippi, okay. which is the best school in the United States, in my opinion. Um, so much fun. Loved the South. I stuck out like a sore thumb. Everyone thought I was from New York. Just yeah. like, I guess that how I portray myself, they're like, New Jersey? New York, I'm like, no, just five hours north of here, St. Louis, Missouri. And they're like, oh, weird. Like no one ever thought I was from the Midwest. Like everyone yeah. always thought I was from the East Coast. Yeah. Maybe it's that Italian thing though, because it's there's a lot of energy to you. I can mm-hmm. see yeah. that. I, that's probably it, but I loved the South. It's such a different mm. pace of like, even St. Louis, um, absolutely loved it. Had the best time 
always think how how badly I just like wish I could do college over again. It was so much fun. What yeah. did you study? I studied psychology and business. Okay. Yeah. And then you went back to St. Louis. I went back to St. Louis. Um, so I have a Italian family, big close. My grandma had dementia. My grandpa, who recently passed away in July, I he was like my best friend in the world. So when I graduated, I was planning on to go to grad school. And he asked me if I could kind of be my grandma's nurse until he found someone new because he had fired, you know, he didn't trust anyone. He fired the other gal, no clue why. So I, I kind of took care of her when I graduated until she died a year later, like her nurse did, I mean, took her vitals, like fed her, bathed her, changed her, but that was a really tough thing for me, but I learned so much from it. But, um, after that, I really wanted nothing to do with like the human brain, just kind of watching her decline. But I, I love taking care of her because she was like the best grandma growing up to me. Yeah. It kind of went full circle. So yeah, that would be super challenging. And then when you're caring for someone that you love so deeply, that would, I feel like it would be really difficult, make it even harder. It was, but I loved spending time with her. I'm so glad I got to spend that time with her because I hate her you know, the four years I was away. So it was, it was good. I, I wouldn't take it back for anything. I think again, it was such a gift for your grandpa to have you doing that and not have to worry about it. Right. So that's pretty special. Um, and how did you and Pat meet? Oh gosh, I've known him forever. Like St. Louis is such a big city, small town. Um, I feel like everyone knows everyone. I've known him since we were kids. So my brother played hockey with his brother. I was also really good friends with his older brother, who's a year older than us, went to homecoming with him. We were just like best buddies. Patrick was always like away playing hockey somewhere. Um, but yeah, so we've known each other forever. And then he kind of has chased me for years. And then I finally gave him. So <laughs> Gotta do it. I forgot yeah. how deeply rooted he was in St. Louis too. I just remember when he was a guest on the podcast talking about junior mm-hmm. hockey and throwing a party at Kelly Chase's place when the chases weren't home (laughs) like I forgot how deeply how far back that went for him so that's your families like grew up around each other yeah yeah oh funny hey Mm -hmm. so how did he finally break down the wall for you well gosh I was dating this guy forever um back home like forever and my friend Angie would always be like hey like Pat has asked about you again I'm like okay I have a boyfriend like sorry, I don't know what to tell you. So many times she asked and um, actually funny story because I, I knew that about him, but I ran into him over Christmas break one time. We were at this bar called Harry's, um, RIP to Harry's, it's not there anymore. Really fun bar in St. Louis. This was, oh my God, I don't even know how long ago. I might've been underage, I was maybe 21. But I saw him and I went up to him and I was like, hey, Pat, how are you? And I don't remember like where he was at the time or if he was drafted or maybe I don't even know, but he was like, Hey, what's your name again? No, and I was so offended. Like I looked at him like, are you fucking serious? Like, I know you ask about me and you're going to act like you don't know my name. Everyone knows my name. Like you're not going to like pull this shit. I was so pissed. Did so you? then I texted his brother and saw like more of his friends there. And I was like, who does this guy think he is? Like big shot in St. Louis, like screw him. Like he knows who I am. He just asked what my name was again. Like he knows my name. I was so offended by it. And I still like don't live it down to this day. And he's like, I knew your name. I was trying to play it cool. I'm like, that pissed me (laughs) off so bad. I could not, like I did not get over it for years. I was like, wow, like I hate this guy but cocky son of a bitch (laughs) I was so pissed I remember just being livid but anyway now he's my husband yeah when did you get engaged so we got engaged in 2017 we had a pretty long engagement um just with like trades and moving around and I'm not a big wedding person and I think everyone expected me to be because I come from this Italian family i tons of friends, but it actually stressed me out. Um, I just never, I'm not a planner. Like I'm so much better last minute 
exams in college. Like I wasn't studying till five hours before AC exam, whatever. But yeah, I can't plan anything. I was nervous. I talked to a wedding planner when we first got engaged and all of the details were like making me sweat, like florals, DJ, venue, this, you need to send out, save the dates eight months in advance. And I'm like, well, shit, like, I don't, I can't do that. Like, what if in eight months I'm busy? Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So I just kept putting it off. And then I just, you know, he was like, are we going to get married? And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, we will eventually like someday soon, you know, and he wanted like this huge thing and his family wanted this huge thing. And my family wanted this huge thing, but I didn't, I, yeah. I don't want the huge, I just, I don't want, I didn't want that. Yeah. So fast forward three years later, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, my grandpa passed away. Um, suddenly it was heartbreaking. Oh, like the teacher so of her family. Thanks. Uh, so one thing he always said to me, I mean, are you going to get married before I die? And I'm like, Oh, grandpa, you're going to live till you're like 150. Like, don't worry about it. So when he died, I had this like sense of guilt. I felt oh. so guilty. So he passed away and I kept thinking he would definitely want me to end this year on a high note because him dying was such a blow to our family. Mm-hmm. So I planned our wedding in like, I don't know, six or eight weeks during COVID. And it was just a small family wedding, but it was beautiful, perfect. Uh, Molly and Tyler Bozak crashed it. Uh, he plays on St. Louis. It's yeah. best friends. She's one of the best hockey friends and they crashed it. It was, it was perfect. It, it was exactly how I wanted to do it. And because it was COVID, no one said shit to me, right? Like yeah, COVID was like kind of the yeah. Excuse. You didn't have to yeah. worry about the invite list. No, totally. Kind of a perfect storm right. where, where other right. people Just are like, battling because they want the massive wedding and they're like, shit, we're waiting till after COVID. And you were like, oh my God, this is right. my window. I'm going to take it. But that's the thing is like yeah. guest lists and, are so stressful. So yeah, like you didn't have to have that stress because you're like, I know my parents had like 650 people at their wedding. Oh, no. And yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like I would never I could never thrive in, in a situation like yeah. that. I would be so stressed out and growing up in a restaurant. Again, this is the restaurant's such a part of who I am. I'm always worried about everyone else. Like, yeah, is the food good? Is the music good? I don't think I would have ever enjoyed it. I think I would have been going around like bussing tables. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. I, but <laughs> Um, we were planning to have a big party and now I'm pregnant. So that's not happening. Summer, like, so. There's no party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's your wedding awesome, looked amazing. Yeah. It, it did. looked beautiful. And it was in Martha Stewart weddings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so cool. my planners, they were so great. Honestly, like if it wasn't for them, that would have never gotten done. They were so patient with me. Cause I, she knew everything, what I wanted, but I couldn't like execute it. Cause I date like deadlines are just not my thing. So she was so helpful, but it's funny because she reached out to me and was like, Martha Stewart Weddings wants to feature your wedding. And I was like, is that good? And she's like, you really like are clueless. I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I sure do it. So yeah, it was cool that after knowing, I mean, I'm not stupid. I know it's like cool, but I didn't realize what an honor that was that she wanted to feature our wedding florals and they really, everyone who worked on my wedding did such a good job and they were perfect for me, awesome. just who I am as a person and how stressed out I get so easily. Yeah. yeah. So how many people did you end up having? So I think it was 17 and then wow. a few crashers. So yeah. they just showed up. Like, we're not missing. And it I was freak- so fun. It was- I love that there was a couple hockey crashers. That's fun. <laughs> Loved it. First of all, Congrats to Pat again. He's only one of three players in the expansion era to win back-to-back cups on different teams and only eight. There's only been eight in the history of the game. That's amazing. Yeah. Like amazing. And you guys, not only that, but like, I just feel like winning in St. Louis. Can can you just talk a little bit about freaking how that felt being from St. Louis, both of you? I mean, it was so fun to watch, but how did it feel? That was Oh, I could smile from ear to ear going back to that. Like being from St. Louis and him winning in St. Louis and him also being from St. Louis, it was, oh my gosh, like the entire experience, like looking back, it's almost like it happened yesterday, how excited I get about it. Um, 
that was the first cup ever in St. Louis. Yeah. And like, it was so cool for the city. So cool growing up a blues fan. You know, I always cheer for the blues Mm -hmm. when Pat is on other teams. (laughs) I'm always wanting them to do well, you know, unless something against them. And then for him to be on the team and it, I cried so much, like so many happy tears. I cried. I like, I could shake thinking about it. I get so excited to go back to that. Like, um, it was so incredible. It was so cool for the city. It was, um, I like, I have no words. I really yeah. don't. It's honestly one of the best times in my life and will ever be in my life. Like yeah, we had the best, group of girls, the best group of guys. Everyone was so in sync, if that makes sense. And then you throw in like the John Hamm stuff and, you know, Brett Hall being like hilarious and drunk. It, it was Brett. just, it was so much fun. Oh my God. It was so much fun. I just, every second of that. I wish I could relive that every, every second. It was so What cool. a cool experience. Yeah. Like even from the outside looking in, it looked amazing. Like people hanging out, like during your parade, the people hanging out of the parking garage on the side, I was like, what is that building? What are they doing? And I'll never forget it just as a fan and having friends there. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine oh my, you. the parade. So again, like my brother, we would go to every parade with the championship. You know, the Cardinals had won World Series. The Rams won the Super Bowl. Our restaurants downtown. Truly, we, my brother and I would run around downtown St. Louis during these parades being like young kids. I mean, how old was I when the Rams won the Super Bowl? It was what, 1999? I, how old was I? 10, 11? We were running around free reign, like no, no adults with us, like running this parade route. So like then... Patty wins the cup, wins St. Louis, and I'm truly acting as if it's a parade for me. I'm sitting on top of this cup. I'm so drunk. I'm so drunk. I am waving. I truly am acting as if this is my parade. It was so ridiculous. But then right after that parade, I hopped on a plane to Scottsdale with a bunch of the girls. And that looked fun. That did look fun. I remember that too. With your inflatable Stanley Cup. Oh, oh I broke my tailbone the night before game seven. <gasps> no that's, way. Yeah. That's a horrible taking, break. Oh my God. I was taking out the trash and I slipped on a rock, broke my tailbone. I go to the emergency room. They're like, oh, you broke your, it's called something like a, I don't know the medical term for it. You fractured it. You shouldn't fly. Here's some painkillers. You know, you can't fly in an airplane. The pressure is going to make it worse. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going on a plane tomorrow and nothing's stopping me. I don't care. Like whatever. So I brought a donut. Uh I, I, when I was pregnant with Ethan, I had to sleep sitting up and, but I had broken my tailbone. So I had to sleep with like the donut under me, but I'm like 300 pounds pregnant. Like my donut was like, (laughs) 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 oh my Uh, God. So I traveled with a donut, sat on (laughs) on the airplane, sat on it at the game. Um, They won game seven. Obviously I'm going crazy. I'm doing like ice angels on the ice. Like (laughs) I'm in so much pain. So we go to Scottsdale and I wanted to like make the girls laugh. So I asked the bottle service people at the club, if I could get into that little car, (laughs) they like put the bottle service, lift the girl over with the bottle. And I go, Hey, can I get in that car over there? And they were like, yeah, a hundred bucks. I'm like, whatever. So I pay them the money, get the bottle and I'm in the little car. And I was like, oh shit. I, it was so fun. There's like that, but in the car, so drunk. We had the best time. That's so good. Yeah. Best time. But like with your donut, like a little lady, like sitting on your donut. Yeah. Like. Did you bring that to the bar too? Did the donut come to the bar too or no? Donut came everywhere. The donut was everywhere for like two months. You have so. to. Oh, you could, like the pain is so insane. You you have no choice. You literally have no choice. Everyone yes. must have thought you had hemorrhoids. Oh shit. So you win the cup, St. Louis. How was what was your cup party like? Was it just a continuing bash since you were right there at home? Gosh, it was so much fun. So you had the cup at the Cardinals game. You you had the cup everywhere. Um, our cup day, I was so stressed out, which again, when after our cup day, I'm like, I'm never having a wedding. Like fuck that. I can't do that. I was so stressed out, like helping him plan the cup day, but it was 
a rager. It was so much fun. So we started off in the morning. We took like photos and I was like crying all morning because I was stressed out. And Patty was like, why are you stressed out? Like, what's like, why are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. I'm overwhelmed. Like I get really stressed out so quick. I'm just like an anxious, stressed person. But so we went from our house to uh, the roller rink and the ice rink. Pat's uncle owns it. And um, he had like a bunch of people go there to take pictures with it, like um, the rink where he grew up playing. And then we went from there to my family restaurant. So it was so cool for us because like bringing the cup into the restaurant, like there's legends on the walls. Like you walk into the restaurant, it's old school Italian, there's pictures on the wall and the cup sat on like the famous table at the restaurant. And my grandpa was there and he was so proud, you know, it's his restaurant. Yeah. It was so packed in there. It was so much fun. And then we took it out to one of our close friends properties. They have like a big lake and this beautiful house and just had a rager. We had like a country singer, um, Adam Sanders, one of Pat's friends, he sang and it was just so much fun. We had the best time. So after you have that party and you're on this huge high, you're on this championship team. And one second later, it's, it's just not the same because people move. And so you guys ended up being one of those families that moved on. And there's a lot of emotion with that, obviously. Oh my gosh. I was so sad to leave. I, I was so sad to leave home. And it's funny because when he was signing in St. Louis, I was like, I don't, I don't want to sign at home. It'll be way too much pressure. Everyone's going to ask for tickets. Everyone thinks jerseys are free. I mean, you guys know how it is. Like nothing's free in this league. Like you got to pay for everything. So I was very nervous. I just thought the pressure of it. I mean, although what a dream for him, but just, you know, the stuff Mm -hmm. outside, you know, it could just be complicating, um, ended up working out great. And then I was so sad to leave there. I love my friends there. Um, I love all the guys, but you're right. The team changes and it's like, wait a second. You just want to keep doing it. You just want to, you want forever but it's it's not real that's not realistic so he signed in Tampa and I was excited about that but I was devastated to like leave the blue devastated one year you know like one year yeah I felt like I was there for so long because everyone connected so well um and I wanted more of it but I'm really close with with the families there and um I talk to them all the time and I'm from there so I get to see them often when I go home that's Um, good and yeah. When, when and when we had Patrick on and just saying like when he like for him to be able to have Anthony there like yeah like just thing. have more time with him all season right so it that was, kind of stuff you can't no compare he went to every game with me um and him during that whole cup run he was like the highlight of it I mean <laughs> this kid not only is he the coolest twelve year old in the world he's like my best friend in the world um. That was, it was such a great season to have him around all the time and, Mm -hmm. you know, have Patrick be able to go to his hockey practices and his games and take him to school and pick him up from school and have that normalcy that he doesn't get to have. And that was really hard for us two to leave, especially for Patrick and Anthony, you know, I mean, it was heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to leave him for training camp every year. That's something we hate doing. And it's really hard on both of them. There's a lot of tears yeah. every year. It, it never, it's only getting harder as the years oh, go. On. Yeah, so exactly. It was just like the perfect situation, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what's wild too, and now we'll fast forward to the next season. So you're in Tampa and, you know, Anthony's at home. And I remember when we talked to Patrick Codette, he had mentioned too, because it was prior to them stepping into the bubble. I don't think people realize how, this is going to affect everybody emotionally because he's like, I already have to say, I know what it's like to not live with my son a lot. And that's really hard. And he goes, I just think a lot of people haven't really thought about that portion of the bubble. Cause of course, at that time, everyone's thinking about the safety of the players. So let's get to that. Like now they've jumped into the bubble and it's completely different. And you guys now make it to finals again, which I know just from, and this seems like so long ago, because here we are freaking another playoffs, but they were, the rules were ever changing, right? So the border restrictions were changing and then the NHL rules were changing. So how was that for you? Well, <laughs> honestly, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
that was a nightmare. Like, honest to God, looking back, I was just talking to some of the girls. I'm like, how did we do that? How did they go to the bubble? And we all stayed back and had to like figure it out. Looking back, it's like, I could never do that again. You know, I, I don't know how we did that, but the rules changing. I mean, the PA guy that I called 15 times a day, you know, for a whole month, he probably quit because he's so <laughs> feeling like, like more so leading up to the finals because you kind of didn't expect to go in during the regular playoffs, but it was once the finals hit, so we I were thought told, you were all going to be allowed in. Yeah. So we were told at the beginning, like what the guys agreed to. I remember the whole, again, the whole quarantine was spent indoors, not doing shit, patty on freaking PA calls with the whole league. Like mm-hmm. every week, just, oh, we don't have any updates. This is what's going to happen. When they finally agreed to something, it was family can join during the conference finals. So all the girls were like, okay, like counting down, like, all right, that's only like 63 days or, you know, whatever it was. So when the guys made it to the conference finals, we were kind of like waiting for some direction and we never got that. So me being like the confrontation lover that I am, I'm like, well, leave it to me. Like I'll call the PA, like I'll, I'll get answers. So <laughs> and the poor guy, I mean, I harassed him. He was so nice. Like I didn't, I mean, he probably quit. He's probably terrified. And um, I traumatized him, but he's like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, shit. This, yeah. This crazy girl keeps calling. Um, yeah. We never, we never got answers. It was such a mess, like such a mess. Like it still is yeah, a mess. It, it, it was hard because <laughs> you just wanted some direction. And I love that you're making the phone calls and trying to get the answers. I'm sure your teammates of, of women were feeling the same way. So then did you just say, fuck this, let's just be together? Like, how did you get to that point? Okay, so finally the, the PA guy on the 500 phone call was like, you know, if the PA is gonna, you know, pull this off with getting you guys into Canada, we're still working with the government. I can send a plane from Nashville and like the girls who are close can drive there, get on a plane to get to Edmonton and this, that, and the other, it was a bunch of bullshit. You're like, you're, they're not sending PJs for any of us. Like we're <laughs> last on their list. Like, don't, don't feed me this bullshit. Like I would say to them, like, just shoot me straight. Yeah. You know, just like, this is, this isn't happening. Like we're mm-hmm. not hopping on some PJ in this like glamorous, you know, yeah. whatever, but yeah, dropping I, you right into the bubble. Right. Everyone's going to parachute into the bubble. <laughs> The bubble thing was like, we get there, we have to quarantine for seven days in a hotel room, not around any girls that you may have traveled with there, mm-hmm. which made girls afraid. Like, well, what the, like, what are we going to do? Just stay in this hotel room. And the rules were ever changing. And finally, I just wrote a, a text out to our group chat and was like, Hey, how about we all just fly to Tampa? We all watch together, like basically fuck the bubble. Mm-hmm. screw it. We're not getting any direction. I get it's hard again, like good job on the NHL for figuring it out. All right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just said, why don't we do this instead? And that's what we did. And it was the best time ever. We had the best time watching. God, the game. Oh yeah. And we secretly watch and we're like, yay, girl time. Like we yeah. like bridge and I love it. We're like, fuck yeah. Party. Like, yeah. Oh I yeah. Just- I just think it was like a great move to make because then you, you all got over the question marks. And I love that you just all were like, listen, let's just be together. Let's be, mm-hmm. let's celebrate this and make, make this playoff experience amazing. And you just came off of the biggest blowout of a fucking playoff year. And now you're <laughs> going to do it this way. So, yeah. I mean, and still it looked so fucking magical and fun in Tampa. So different from St. Louis was the atmosphere there. Cool too. Yeah. Like we did we did the best we could with what we had. Um, again, like winning the year before, I felt so sad mm-hmm. for these girls, you know, like yeah. that have been on this team forever, getting so close to winning it and then not being able to like celebrate on the ice and do those things and get that picture, you know, because mm-hmm. every year, even if you don't get to the cup, you always love seeing the families get to the guys. I mean, truly, mm-hmm. it like, makes me cry every freaking year, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we did the best we could. We had the best time in the world, but I also like felt bad because mm-hmm. I wanted not only me to experience it again, but like them to experience like the Fun full yeah. thing about it. And mm-hmm. I mean, 
look at the guys are skating around an empty arena. Like, although, I mean, that was incredible moment for them as a team and how much they bonded during the quarantine and the bubble. It, um, it was definitely different, but my gosh, we had a time. We, um, Sydney point, uh, Braden points why posted every away game and we just raged. I mean, I think by like, the last game, we were all like naked in school, like singing songs, like going absolutely crazy. And it was so much fun. We were like doing the WAP TikTok dance. And, I, I actually remember that. Yeah. yeah. I think I was trying Ray. I'm like, look yeah. at the Tampa girls. They're freaking yeah. doing it. It looked fun though. Yeah. Taking pictures and like taking videos. I like always want to document shit. Um, so yeah, it was so much fun. We had a blast. Um, although it would have been great too, if we could have all been there, but even if we could have been there, I don't think it would have been what it was like the year before. Does that make sense? Um, the silence of it and it would have been great, but I think it, it worked out the way we all decided to do it in Tampa. It was so much fun. Totally. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you the bubble celebrating in the bubble in the hotel. I don't know. It would have just been lame. <laughs> and kind of wild that you've had both of those. I mean, I think you just went from one extreme win to another extreme win. And I guess, I mean, like you're saying, like still happy that you won and, and, but I, but sad for that your teammates or the girls didn't get to experience what you did. Do you think they were sad too? Or were they just like, I mean, it's better to experience it like that than to have lost and not, you know what I mean? hundred percent. Right? I think at the end of the day, like the main thing is their guys fulfilled their number one dream mm-hmm. and goal. And yeah. that's what matters the most, you know, like yeah. you could look at it every which way you want to, but the most important thing is like the guys lifting the cup. Yeah. And that's, I think it's the most important. So yeah, it, it sucks. You wish you could have been there, but you right. know, if that's the way you want, you're just, you're so happy yeah. for that. And you're right. The rest is just kind of like frosting on the cake, right? Like mm-hmm. it's all the, it's all the fluff. It's the important mm-hmm. part is being the guy to hoist it. Right. So crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. oh my God, I just remembered Pat. He was like the king of Tampa during that year. <laughs> <laughs> he was the face of the cup he party. He was the face of the party. He's on t-shirts now. How did that go? <laughs> Florida man. Um, Florida man, man right. I couldn't remember what they tagged him I think there's like a funny meme or something it's like you know Patrick Murren winning the cup in St. Louis he's like clean shaven and um you know just like in front of the arch and then you know next year he's got this beard he's wearing sunglasses he's sunburned he just he, <laughs> and he and he looked like he's pissed himself but what was a drink or something he spilled, he spilled the drink. perfectly <laughs> spilled location yeah he poured like a hundred beers on his chest and everyone thought he peed himself he did not pee himself but maybe later but um no if yeah florida has fully embraced him and he is fully embraced florida so i'm here right oh my god i love it was so good that's funny so, so then what was the difference your cup party the second time was it a little more low-key well, we haven't had a cup party yet. I don't know if we're oh. going to get one. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> we don't know the details of that because it's a couple people had their cup party, but you had to do it in Tampa. Okay, I remember that. I feel like I remember seeing it on the beach somewhere. I don't know who it was, but and then yeah. they gotten shit for it, I think, on yeah. social media. Anyways, it's the whole really? thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember who exactly that Me neither. was. Me But uh he yeah had a cup party and then like there were photos that no masks and stuff it was just there were so many rules NHL gave you if you had a cup party like you can only have this amount of people around the cup it's just it takes the fun out of it and I truly feel bad for Tampa them winning they have to deal with like all the COVID stuff you know the cup keeper has to be like fully aware of who's by the cup you can't drink out of it you can't you can't do anything with it that you could have done in the years past yeah so, there's so many restrictions on the so on all of it yeah so as for our second cup party i don't i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do it be a shame if they they're didn't. gonna have to eventually i feel like they're just gonna have to schedule you all like even after this year they're they have to i think they yeah. would have to i, I mean, would demand 
as a family, I would be demanding it. Like obviously not, not right at this minute, but right. Yeah. I would think they would. Crazy. I, I sure hope they do. I know. Honestly. Kind of the perfect situation though, being in Tampa though, because you guys ended up with, with COVID again, like you had a boat parade. That was kind of fun. Totally That's different so cool. than anywhere else. And so perfect because everybody was far apart mm-hmm. and you were on a boat. <laughs> it was- How did nobody drown? Like I, <laughs> like if that was me partying on a boat, it would have been tragic. <laughs> the boat parade was so unique. Um, I think yeah. it's like the first ever championship boat parade. Um, it was so cool. Like Tampa Bay has really, really good fans. They love their hockey team and it was so much fun. Like that boat parade. Oh my gosh. It was a blast. It was perfect. Like Tampa Bay is such a beautiful city. And I don't know how, when they won it, when was that like Oh three or something, how they didn't do a boat parade back then. Like how do you not do a boat in Tampa Bay? I mean, I'm so glad we did that. And I think the Buccaneers, they did a boat parade too. It's just, it was so much fun. And you're right. Honestly, how did no one drown or like yeah. fall off or have to or the cup sink to the bottom? Exactly. Like, what mean, the hell? Yeah. Oh, was, I think I would have had a bungee cord around that, around the cup. <laughs> it was so, out, make sure. You'd have to bungee cord me. <laughs> yeah. That would just be a nightmare. Jason yeah. just wouldn't take me. <laughs> you would have been fun code to watch on that. <laughs> Jason be like, you have to sit this one out. <laughs> So then you spring right out, right out of that. Then I think you and I were trying to connect. You're like, okay, well, it's not a good time right now because I'm actually getting married next week. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Like it was yeah. wild. And not, like you, like you said, it's really been like two, just two years that are all squashed and all these amazing things, highs and lows for you. Like so much you know, going on. Wow. Francesca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's then it going again, now? We're, you know, they have a game tonight against Panthers. Uh, and it's, it's a blur again. I feel like we just did this and we're doing it again. It's, it's wild. I truly do not. I can't even tell you like really what's going on. Yeah. Like my brain. Thinking. Um, it's wild. We're in the playoffs again. We just won. I feel like, but I'm excited yeah. again. You know, it's, I'm so proud of him and the team and truly all these, all these guys, like all these teams, like the adversity teams have gone through and people getting COVID and teams getting shut down. I mean, these guys have battled through so much shit, you know, and they have had to follow exactly what they were told. And they did it with like such poise and I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have, they would have kicked me out of the league a long time ago. (laughs) No, I agree. I think they've all really put themselves put the game up there first and the health of everyone. And I think they've done a really great job, uh-huh. but they're doing it because they want to work with, I mean, it, mm-hmm. people forget that, that this is their job and it's not going to last forever. You're every year, you're still aging. There's not a promised contract for people every year. Right. And just to get a chance to win the cup again, that's all everybody wants. You just want to, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they want to do it. So I think it's, I think it's pretty great. And plus this season being so intense and condensed, so many games like back to back and even for the families like that was hard enough in a regular season with the travel I can't imagine this year like their bodies and you girls too it's just wild I'm just adjusting to Jason being home now (laughs) you again (laughs) yeah I mean it's been such a wild season with all the back-to-backs and you know people getting injured I mean you're more injured prone if you're just constantly playing yeah Um, you don't have time I, to recover. Your bodies can't recover. Totally. No, I know they're I, pro athletes, but I feel like I, I usually go to every game. Like I love to go. I love to watch. Um, I've skipped so many games because I'm like, I can't, I can't do this again. Like I, I we were just, you know, it's just so many games and so little time. It's just, yeah. you feel for these guys and their bodies and, totally. you know, and then whoever goes the distance again, it's like, they have a couple weeks to like get back into it it's, yeah. it's wild it's wild. Yeah. it's wild do you guys have one more year after this year yeah so next year okay Kodet and I always love how um the girls have their playoff jackets and stuff and I saw do you have did your whole team do shoes or just you so I Talk did sneaker. 
I sent them to the group and then a few other girls did it. And there's this girl, Michelle, who owns custom bling and she just like blinged them out and they look so cool. Um, we did do jackets. We also did hoodies. Our jackets aren't in yet, but my jacket's awesome. Like <laughs> really cool. So I can't we'll, wait. You'll see a photo. I don't want to spoil it. It's fun to do all that stuff. But to be honest, when we were discussing it, we were like, didn't we just do this? You know, and yeah. last year we didn't get to really wear our jackets because we weren't going to games. But my, you know, crazy ass, I'm like, well, we can't do the same jackets. We need new ones. I'm like yeah. weird out. So yeah. yeah, it's it's fun to do them, but truly, like we just did this. It's <laughs> just so weird how the time is like yeah. and by. It all it's all blending into one though. Like when I'm trying to place a date of something I'm like what month was that like I literally have no clue when shit was happening <laughs> that's exactly how I feel I feel like all 2020 was like skipped it's so yeah. weird but totally. it feels that way it kind yeah, yeah. it kind of was well I'm glad and you're feeling well like you're almost at the halfway point in your pregnancy things are going well yeah I'm feeling good I'm tired I don't know if I'm just bored but um I feel tired still, but I feel good. I'm just, I'm excited. Time's just like going by slow. Yeah. I'm sure you guys know. It's just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've been pregnant forever and I, it's only like 17 weeks. Yeah, wow. yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Um, yeah, we're, I'm so pumped. I'm, I cannot wait for October to get here. I'm just like antsy. Like, I just want to like see her, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just want to meet her. Of course. That's so yeah. cute. And That's- Anthony must be pumped to be He's a big so brother. Pumped. He'll be the best sibling. I was telling Patty, like, I hope when, you know, she becomes like a teenager and things start happening and she gets her heart broken. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'll kill that guy. I will kill anyone who hurts her. And I'm like, hopefully she just like talks to Anthony about it. Cause like, yeah. I don't handle it. like I will kill someone. <laughs> you know, she will. Yeah. We'll have an age gap. Right. So I feel like he's, he's such an intuitive person and a sensitive person and emotional that I feel like he's going to be the best like hero for her to look up to, you know, and be uh, able to talk to him about mm-hmm. things and boys and whatever. Cause I don't, I don't know how good I'll be at that. I'll be, you know. At least you're honest and you're letting him know now that this will yeah. be his role, whether he likes yeah. it or not. Yeah, you're up, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we um, got to steal some time with you today and get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We appreciate yeah. it. Congrats. I, I hope the rest of your pregnancy goes swiftly for you and that yeah. you're comfortable and the babe stays healthy. And it's it'll it's such an exciting time. I love it for you. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, we'll talk to you. Yeah, good luck tonight. Have fun. Well, good luck throughout the playoffs. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.